Blog Talk Radio. Hey y'all, it's Chad Bearden and you're listening to Weekdays with Murph. I'm trying to remember someone I can't forget. Like a song I don't know that I can't get out of my head. Can't seem to shake the taste of Hi listeners, welcome to another edition of Weekdays with Murph. Uh, today on the show we welcome uh, a super talented singer-songwriter, um, Katrina Alexis. We'll um, talk with her about her career, music, and anything she's working on that that uh, uh, that uh, she can talk about. Um, this is going to be fun. And, and y'all, I've been talking with um, Katrina a little bit off air. She is such an absolute sweetheart. Y'all are going to just uh, uh, just adore. Her. So with that being said, let's go ahead and and welcome the the uh, um, incredibly talented Miss um, um, Katrina Alexis to the show. Hey Katrina, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, thank you again for doing this. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And and as we were talking a little bit off air. Uh, um, <laughs> this is kind of funny how 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 this how how this um, interview came to be. Uh, I've known your manager Jill for probably about uh, probably about uh, 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 five or six years now. Uh, we met in 2016 um, at an event in Nashville that we were were uh, both invited to, and uh, and 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 we just clicked. I mean. Uh, as with TJ, her, her, her husband, uh, uh, we all just clicked, and uh, and and we we uh, um um cut through the years. Um, as a matter of fact, she actually invited me out to to an event that uh, National Entertainment Weekly was hosting, and in Nashville, and I got to um, be be um, interviewed about. About uh, what I do with podcast. So, uh, uh, like I said, we've we've um, we've uh, um, kept in touch over the years, and she's and she's recommended many many of her her uh, uh, artists um, to be be um, guests on the show. <laughs> so, um, I think it was probably. Um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, she uh, mentioned me on Facebook and and mentioned your name, and I was like, "Okay, sure, I'll take it." So, <laughs> so that's that's how that happened. Aww, they are sweethearts. They are amazing people. I love Miss Jill and Mister TJ. I just I I I love them to death, although. I've not met their their little girl yet, but but I've seen pictures. She is the cutest oh, kid ever. She is adorable. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, so uh, um, I kind of want to start off uh, uh, thing today with with um, um, just just uh, talk a little bit about 
how you got into the 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 uh, music industry in the first place. Mm-hmm. So I was around seven years old when I began singing in my hometown, Jacksonville, Florida. I sang for churches, and that soon became a love of performing in front of people. So I started singing around here. I got involved with a band, which toured all over Florida full of foster kids because I myself was from the foster care system. So that was really fun. And then throughout time, I was 13, 14, and I realized that this is really what I wanted to do. I loved singing. I loved performing in front of people. Around eighth grade, I decided that I wanted to start songwriting, and that's when my first song, Bonnie and Clyde, came out. Uh, I wrote, at least. Um, I was super excited. And then around the um, beginning of COVID, Bonnie and Clyde came out, and you can find it on any of my social medias um, under Katrina Alexis. I was super proud of that, and then I just fell in love with songwriting. I came out with my songs after that, Deserve Better, Stop, Where I Am, and you can find all of those on all my social media platforms, Katrina Alexis. Awesome. Uh, so, so I know we talked a little bit off air about uh, about you being uh, being a uh, high school senior and and navigating all this. All this, uh, 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 all this schooling during COVID. That's got to be so hard. <laughs> it's definitely been an experience, but it's also definitely been a time for me to grow as a person and as an artist and really see my capabilities behind just performing in front of a group of audience. I mean, COVID and quarantine has really let me sit down and figure out what I want my sound, what I want my audience to be able to listen to, and that's maybe the artist that I am today. Uh, and as I told you off air, I cannot imagine kids, uh, kids, um, um, uh, being in school these days in a pandemic. Uh, that, that, that just, that just, uh, blows my mind. <laughs> I've been out of school for many, many years. Let's just, 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 uh, put it like that. Many, many years I've been out of school. So it's, it's. It's a little uh, mind-boggling when I see uh, all, all this this uh, virtual learning and stuff. It's a little mind-boggling to me. <laughs> yes, it's, it was definitely difficult to navigate, but I'm thankful that as things are slowly starting to get better, schools are starting to open up, and I'm able to go to school in person and just be able to have a nice, hopefully normal senior experience. Right. And and. And again, I know we talked off air that that uh, uh, senioritis is kicking in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I remember that experience. Uh, okay. Uh, um, I did kind of have a have a few sort of uh, fun get to know you questions. If you're okay with that. Yes, of course. Okay. Uh, uh, now. If you weren't an artist, uh, what other passions would would you like to have explored if you weren't an artist? Well, uh, while being an artist, I was also a volleyball player, and I felt I love all sports. I've played almost every sport possible, but volleyball was something that I really did fall in love with. And I continued to play it up until last year when I really had to make that decision, you know, do I want to be an artist or do I want to continue with volleyball? And I picked singing because it's – 
the biggest passion of mine, and I hope to keep it with me for the rest of my life. But uh, I also love working with children, and that's why I hope to become a child psychiatrist in the future and be able to incorporate my music into it. Nice. Uh, a random sort of off-topic question. Uh, did you watch the Olympics this year? I watched uh, mainly the gymnastics. <laughs> when it comes to the Olympics, I fall in love. I don't know how they're able to do all that, all the flips, all the twists. I find it mind-boggling. And then the volleyball Olympics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I watched most of them. Um, of course, I'm a big, big uh, um, a basketball and baseball guy. I mean, I've seen 29 of the 30 Major League Baseball stadiums in this country. So I'm a huge wow. baseball fan. And, wow, uh, that's incredible. So, uh, so I sort of followed that a little bit. And, of course, I followed uh, uh, men's and women's basketball. So that – and I watched a little bit of the – of well – I watch a lot of the track, you know, uh, track and field. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I watch a little bit of the uh, of the uh, uh, horse jumping, the steeplechase. I watch a little bit of that. Um, I pretty much watched watched uh, bits and parts of it all. So that's really cool. The Olympics always boggles my mind how people can be that athletic. It's crazy to me. Right. I mean, it's it's. Uh, when I was uh, when I was that age, or for those ages, or whatever, uh, um, the most, um, the most, most, the most athletic thing I ever did was was uh, was a high school band. That's most the most athletic thing I ever did. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Those they're heavy. I gotta give it to marching bands. At least the marching band at my school, they carry mm-hmm. very heavy. See, uh, uh, I was in the pit. I played like the uh, marimbas, the xylophones, all that stuff. Uh, uh, I was not in the in the drum line because because I just couldn't do it. <laughs> so, uh, so I was like, just. Just uh, stick me in pit, and I'll be fine. <laughs> uh, so, uh, okay. Uh, uh, I, I always ask ask every artist this question: uh, When everything's said and done with your career, say thirty, forty years down the road, whenever that might be, uh, what impact or legacy would you like to leave on the industry? I've always said that I've always wanted my songs and my words to impact people in the way that it's okay to have feelings. My songs are really, or at least in the future, I really hope for them to open up minds of people and to just remember that, you know, we are all human and it's okay to have feelings, happy feelings, sad feelings. I want them to remember that even me as an artist, I'm still a human and I'm still going to have feelings regardless of anything that happens in the world. So really, my impact is just to remind people that it's okay to be human. I love that. I mean, uh, uh, and the reason I asked that question is because uh, I've been in this podcast world 
nine years. It'll be nine years next Friday, actually, which is crazy to, to, oh, to uh, think of. And that's it's nine years. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but I've been thinking about about uh, my own legacy in this space, and and what I want to uh, leave behind for for other people coming up uh, um, after me uh, is. I think I just want to be known as as uh um uh, regardless of anything I do uh, uh professionally in this space I think I just want to be known as just just being being a uh, good dude you know I get that that's really nice uh I like and that. uh and I always say this and and I'll tell you this too. Uh, I created this this uh, podcast for for independent artists like yourself um, to come and and know that they they uh, have a voice and that voice will be uh, uh, valued and respected. And I know very much we appreciate being able to have people like you out there that are willing to let our voices be heard. And and I've said this since day one. I've said, if I believe in you and what you're doing, I'll be your 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 uh, uh, biggest champion. Aww. And I've always tried to I try to stick to that because because. Uh, me as a person in just my everyday uh, quote-unquote non-professional life, I'm seriously loyal. I mean, if you ask anybody that knows me well, I am so loyal. And and I try to extend that to to uh, uh, the artists I work with. Uh, if, if there's ever anything that I can do for you, don't ever hesitate to reach out. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Uh, because because um, um, the music industry is is my absolute passion. I just I love this industry so much. It's just not even funny. I love it with with every single fiber of my being. Uh, okay. Uh, on that note, uh, uh, um, I, I have sort of a, uh, a a scenario type question for you. On that note, okay, um, um, you're stranded on a a uh, deserted island, and 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 can only take three things with you. What are you taking? I would definitely take my phone. A charger for my phone and a pair of headphones. Smart. Uh, uh, you know, I, I ask everybody that question, and and some of the answers we get, you would not believe. I mean, a lot of them are practical, but there's been uh, there's been a few off the wall answers. I'm I'm not even gonna lie to you. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, 
and and I love that you said said you take a a a uh, a pair of headphones because I always joke all the time. Uh, if you give me a music and a pair of headphones, I can literally entertain myself for hours. Exactly, that's my thing. You know what? If I were to go out on that island, at least I would be able to go out to listening to what I love the most, and that's music. <laughs> exactly. Uh, um, I remember uh, we were driving. Uh, um, 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 uh, me and my family um, a couple of years ago were driving back from uh, Knoxville, Tennessee. Which, which I'm from Tennessee. I'm from uh, uh, the western part of the state, uh, but. Uh, we were driving back from 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 uh, East Tennessee, and and I just bought these new uh, AirPods, so I had them in, uh, and and it's like a six-hour trip from 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 uh, where I live up to uh, East Tennessee. So so uh, 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 um, pretty much the entire six hours, unless we stop somewhere for food. I did not say a word. <laughs> Listening to music will zone you out for sure. Exactly. I, I was like, "Don't bother me. I'm, I'm not asleep. I'm listening to music. Just, just uh, carry on with your lives." <laughs> Once I have my headphones in, it's like the world doesn't even exist anymore. It's just me and the music and the lyrics that I'm listening to. Exactly. I like to say all the time, music on, world off. Uh, so yeah, uh, uh, okay. Let's see what uh, what else I've got for you. Oh, uh, um, this is sort of a fun question. How has uh, has social media affected your career thus far? Social media has impacted my career because. It's a whole different marketing place. You know, I listen to, you know, my grandma and my grandpa speak about when they had their music out, and I can't imagine how difficult it had to have been to really, especially as a new artist, really get your music out there. I mean, you really had to move to big music hometowns like L.A. and Nashville to really get your music heard. Well, nowadays, you know, you can post something on Instagram or post something on Snapchat or anything on social media, make websites. And you can have millions of people view from their houses. And that's, that's crazy to me. You know, all it takes is one viral video or one big song to really impact your life. And social media has been able to bring that to so many people. Absolutely. And, 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 and I think the new social media thing uh, for artists these days is TikTok. Uh, because, because I have got... Uh, uh, I'm a couple of friends who have scored major record deals simply because of a song that they they uh, 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 put on TikTok found the right person. So TikTok, I think, yeah. um, uh, um, nowadays for artists is the place to be. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. Actually, I was kind of reminiscing on you know how artists had their beginnings. And I think about, you know, Justin Bieber had his beginning on YouTube. It was just one mm-hmm. one video and the right person clicked on it and look now he's making billions of millions of dollars a year. 
And that's exactly. crazy to see how much social media has changed throughout the years, even when my favorite artists were beginning. And I can't mm-hmm. imagine and how much it's going to grow in the next 10 years. Right. Oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, and like I said, I mean, I'm on TikTok. I don't necessarily understand it, but I'm on it. <laughs> I never post uh, hardly. Uh, uh, this is how 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 uh, 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 far back I go into social media. I, I remember the old MySpace pages. That's how. That uh, that's how how. How long I've been on social media? It's wow! No, that's so cool. I hear about MySpace all the time, and I really wish I could have lived through that era of MySpace. MySpace was was it. I mean, MySpace was awesome. But yeah, uh, uh, it uh, it seems like I've been on social media for. About a billion years at this point, it feels like. <laughs> and I can't even imagine to begin. I can't even begin to imagine the social medias that are going to come out in the next ten, twenty years, and how much oh, they're going to impact their. And and if I know myself at all, I'm going to be on them <laughs> because. <laughs> and I tell you this too. It took me forever to to uh, give into Facebook. I resisted Facebook for years, uh, but now, uh, uh, but now I'm on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. I'm pretty much on it all now. You know what? That's amazing. The outreach. Wow, social media has really. I think about it, like billions of people on platforms at a time. That is insane. That's completely nuts. Uh, uh, I'll see something on the news like. Like uh, Facebook streets over uh, 200 million users. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I know now Facebook's starting to be considered, you know, the old social media. But I remember when Facebook was like the coolest thing to be on. You know, that was oh, that was the social media. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that was yeah, yeah. I remember that. And then, and then Twitter came along. And I think I pretty much uh, I fell into the Twitter uh, fell into the uh, Twitter craze pretty quickly. I think, and then <laughs> as soon as Instagram came along, I was all over Instagram. Um, I remember when Instagram started, and even Instagram itself, you know, that changed. And then you had Snapchat and Twitter, you know, all these social media coming out and creating their own presence in the world you know you have starts with myspace and now god who knows what the next social media is going to be i don't even want to know to be completely honest with you (laughs) Uh, okay uh um a couple more questions for you then i think we're done uh okay uh uh as an artist or or just in your in your personal life uh What's the best advice you've ever been given? The best advice I've ever been given is really to be true to yourself. You know, nowadays, everyone's always telling you what to do, what to be, who you are, what you are. 
and they can really gobble you up, especially as a teenager nowadays, you know, especially with that that big impact that social media has. Yes, it can be a great positive thing, but there's a lot of negative sides to social media, the amount of, you know, self-image issues and the mental, you know, issues that it can really cause. But for me, you know, my parents have always said, stay true to yourself and know how to balance your life. If you know how to balance your life and you know how to continue and make yourself happy, then that's all you really need. Uh, I, I love that. I mean, because, because uh, 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 let's face it, as creative people, and I'm including myself in this, we are in the public eye. I mean, whether we whether we uh, like it or not, we are in the public eye. I mean, uh, uh, so I totally get that. I definitely that's something that I'm gonna pass down, you know, to my kids and my grandchildren, because you know, especially as the world is evolving and people are evolving, and there is more of a presence on the internet, I really think that we have to stop comparing ourselves to other people. You know, we uh, are who we are. We were created in image, and that's that's who we are, and we can't change it. Right, exactly. I, I agree completely. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, last question for you, then I think we're going to uh, uh, wrap things up. Uh, as a creative person, which I know you're you're very, very creative, what inspires or, or uh, motivates you? What motivates me is my brother. His name is Lou. He has autism, and he's that's how I got into music, really. He loves music. He loves Disney music, and I always grew up listening to it, and he's my biggest supporter, but he's also my biggest critique uh, because he has that special ability to hear music perfectly, and he really reminds me of what unconditional love is. You know, whether I make it in this business or I fail in this business, I know that he will be there for me no matter what. Him and my parents both, they'll be there for me no matter what, and they support me. So he's what really gets, he's really what motivates me every single day to be true to myself, to stay true as an artist, and really what convinces me to make sure that people hear my words. Uh, 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 I, I totally love that. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, that's great. Uh, uh, well, uh, um, this has been been. That's so much fun. It really has, and I've really enjoyed talking to you. Well, uh, uh, I've enjoyed this myself, and and uh, before we wrap, I just wanted to to uh, first of all thank you for for uh, coming on, and and the next time you talk to uh, uh, Jill, um, I, I'm sure I said I have the next time you talk to her. I will. Thank you so much for having me on the show, on podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and you've always got a uh, open invitation back to the show anytime you want to come back home. Oh, uh, thank you so much. Hey, and and uh, one last thing before I let you go. Uh, I know I've said it before, but. Uh, if there's ever anything that I can do for you, you know where to find me. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, 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 all right. So I think we're gonna uh, gonna 
let you go and let you get back to your evening, but I'll, uh, I'll definitely be uh, talking to you later, okay? Perfect. Thank you so much. All right, bye. Bye. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our interview with um, the lovely Miss um, um, Katrina Alexis. Uh, okay, so next Tuesday at uh, 4.30 Central, we welcome the super talented uh, 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 Stephanie Lee to the show. And one other thing before I get out of here, next Friday at uh, 4.30 Central is the show's nine-year anniversary, which is just crazy to me. Um, that we've even even survived this long. Uh, we're going to have have uh, several artists that I know of uh, um, calling in to to uh, to uh, um, talk with us about what they've been up to since last time they were on, as well as one uh, manager friend of mine, and maybe a couple of radio hosts. Uh, I'm still working out details on that. But anyway, uh, um, I think I'm going to uh, – uh, um, with that being said, I think I'm going to – going to – in the episode here. Uh, you've been listening to uh, – to, uh, Wait, there's Murph. Thank you and goodbye.